0: zone coming to you live from the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio Oaklawn Arkansas's only racing casino resort now here's Justin Agree and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network 10% luck, 20% skill 15% concentrated
1: need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they
2: don't 10 on the shot clock 28 seconds to play Davenport way
1: out on the floor knocks down another
2: three Jeremiah Davenport with a pair of threes Arkansas by one blockers off the bench he's about to come in Razorbacks slow it down a little bit you're right both teams are winded Ellis though trying to drive around his man gets to the baseline feeds Ellis or pardon me Brazil in the corner and he buries the three Trevin with a tray Hawks by four battle into the front court gets a screen drives the right side throws it off the glass and in battle with the runner and the Hawks are up by ten Mitchell out, high dribble, handoff, Ellis all the way to the rim. Passed on the layup. Battle's open on the left wing, and he knocks down a three-pointer. Hogs have made their last six shots, and they're up by 14. Battle's going to trigger it in. Drops it in on a bounce to Brazil. There's still a wet spot in the backcourt. Ellis slipped and fell. They need to stop playing again. Seven to shoot. Six to shoot. Ellis gets it away to blocker. Three to shoot. Layton left side. Brazil with a shot clock. Expiring makes the three. Trevin Brazil with a three-pointer. Arkansas by 12. Foster. Goes at the length of the court. Passes deflected. Blocker picks it up. Two seconds. One second. It is over. It is over. Arkansas wins it. Here they come. Here they come. Duke trying to get off the floor. And they are rushing oh, Duke the got floor on. at Bud Walton Arena. This is one of those Razorback moments on a whiteout night, Z. <laughs> Arkansas <laughs> celebrates with a five-point win over the Duke Blue Devils. What a moment.
3: Well, he didn't get a lot of, you know, he was 0 for 10 over there. And, um, you know, I didn't think that we were doing the things that, you know, that I wanted to do from a ball movement standpoint. So, you know, you hope that players can can learn and sit back and and evaluate. I thought he was great. I mean, I don't know if he turned the ball over at all the whole game. I mean, and, and, uh, you know, I think tonight he started the game off 0 for 4 um, because I remember whispering to my son, you know, he's, he's over 14, his last 14 attempts. I got to make a decision, but I, I, I do think it's clear that when L plays good, we're a much better team. So uh, whether I have to, you know, stick with him if he's, if he's struggling in a game, that might be the case. And, and, and try to let him play through it a little bit more maybe than I did in the Bahamas was good and the Razorbacks were good. Man, that was fun.
4: Hello, everybody. I'm Wes Moore. Glad you're with us. Welcome into the zone. Today, we are live at the Arkansas Farm Bureau State Convention at the State House Convention Center. It is a great day, isn't it? The last 36 hours have been absolutely awesome for Razorback fans. You throw in Bobby Petrino. You throw in beating Duke at Walton Arena in front of the largest crowd ever. And you get a court storming you get national publicity oh my goodness twitter was blowing up with the national reporters that were there talking about the environment the game then the game is over it was on espn and as soon as it's over scott van pelt is, continues to show the fans on the court the celebration it was a great publicity last night for the razorbacks and an even better win it's exactly what they needed after losing two games in the bahamas and they take advantage of that home court advantage Coach Z has told us before that Bud Walton Arena is worth 10 points. I've kind of raised one eyebrow when he says that last night. I believe it. It was worth 10 points. Oakland had Duke a five point favorite, four and a half. I think it went down to four and a half. And one of my buddies texted me, he's like, I can't believe that's all Duke is favored by. And I responded with three letters, BWA. And last night, BWA was worth 10 points. Fantastic game. Great response for the Razorbacks. And now, things are looking a little bit better for this team. Devo Davis will join us at 10.30. We're going to get his thoughts on the game and what was going on after the game. Where was he during all that? How did he celebrate? You know, I'm watching the game, and I'm on Twitter, and it came. I would say when Trevin Brazil hit that three and Arkansas went back up double digits, towards, I don't know, maybe three minutes left in the game, I thought, well, they're going to do it. That That should do it. Of course, and we'll get into it later, they had the uh, struggles with Duke's press, started turning it over, missing free throws, and it got way too close. Way closer than it should have been. And I thought, well, you know, yeah, I'm like everybody else. You're on your edge of your seat, start pacing, standing up, watching the game. Maybe saying a, cho- a uh, choice word or two. And then it became apparent that, again, they were going to win it. And I'm on Twitter. And, and I see on Twitter, they're like, are they going to storm the court? And I see somebody else tweet that the students are all getting closer and closer to the court. Then somebody else tweeted something about a court storming. And I'm like, huh. Well, it surprised me. And then I saw it happen. And I saw how much fun they had. I saw how much fun the players were having. And then I saw the national reaction. I was like, okay, I'm good with it. I'm you know, I'm not a, a field stormer, court stormer. I've been a part of some. Um, I think it takes something special. And after talking with John Neighbors last night on the Guatney Automotive Post Game Show, I understood. There was a lot of pent-up frustration with the fan base and the students. Think about this, what the students had sat through during football season, what the students then went through the last couple days. The excitement of the football news. Camping out outside Bud Walton Arena for two days. Going to this game, watching your team come through and beat Duke, by the way, who was making their first ever appearance at Bud Walton Arena, and may never come back to Bud Walton Arena. Then I understand it. And look, it's this isn't about the 50-year-olds sitting in the stands or the 70-year-olds this is about the students and the students deserved it and i'm good with it go have fun hunter will pay the fine or the university will pay the fine and it will go down as a memory you think about this we, we've had on and, and we've heard from some of these players uh, the the ellis Tremon marks uh... caleb battle they came to arkansas for a reason they came to arkansas to win they came to arkansas to be a part of big games Last night was a big game. Last night was a big win. They got to celebrate it with their classmates out on the court. I thought it was so cool. They played some song, and, of course, I'm I'm not a music listener. Everyone there, all those kids knew the song, and they're all dancing together on Bud Walton Arena's court. Nolan Richardson Court with Nolan Richardson in attendance. That's a memory you'll never have. So I'm not going to get on to those students or the fan base for storming the court. I thought it was a great night. We'll get your reaction 1037 one, oh, We got Devo coming up at the bottom of the hour. Quinn Grovey at eleven ten. Glad we get Quinn on here. Thanks to our friends at Bell and Sword. to talk about his thoughts of Bobby Petrino joining Arkansas. And Coach Petrino was at the game last night. Saw he uh, he was there with Coach Pittman sitting up in one of the suites. Saw he, he took some pictures with some of the fans, and now he's about to hit the recruiting trail. So Quinn Grovey at eleven ten. Barrett Salie at eleven thirty. Look. In Arkansas, 90% of the fans are excited about this. They're happy with this. There's a 10% that don't like it and still hold some grudges. I don't get it, but whatever. That's you. That's your opinion. I'm fine with it. I'm not going to curse you over it. I want to get the national opinion. Because there were some uh, snarky remarks made by some national reporters about Bobby Petrino coming back. I did not see what Barrett's opinion was. I think he did run a poll uh, so Barrett Salee at 11:30, we'll get his thoughts, and we're going to have folks from here at the Arkansas Farm Bureau State Convention joining us throughout the day. It is a huge day for them, 89th annual Arkansas Farm Bureau State Convention. they have more than a thousand. They have more than a thousand farmers and ranchers in Little Rock, so this is a big deal, and they're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, they've uh, got booths all over the place, and food, and farmers market, and so we're going to talk a little bit about the. Uh, the State Farm Bureau, or, or the Farm Bureau—I'm sorry, the Arkansas Farm Bureau State Convention—and what else is happening today throughout the show? But we're going to talk a lot about the basketball team, and we're going to talk a little bit about the football team. We're going to talk some NFL. Cowboys play tonight. Seahawks, Cowboys on Prime. I'm going to uh, go out on a uh, very thick limb and say this will be the biggest game ever on Prime Video. It will have the most ratings, the best ratings, the most viewers. In history for prime video that's what the Cowboys do and we're gonna take your calls and we'll start that out Christian we got uh, Toby Toby's joining us welcome into the zone what's up Toby
5: hey how you doing
4: man I'm fantastic I tell
5: you what good two things first of all on on the hiring of Petrino (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that one to me it looks like you know hey you give up everything that you believe in you know just just for a win i'm all for winning but secondly on the he stormed the court last night and i absolutely agree with you i mean that was bent up frustration let everybody have fun I, i've been in my frustration in the whole nine yards so hey i'm all for it have to pay the um uh whatever penalty it is hey, if we need two two extra pennies let me know i'm in for it okay
4: <laughs> <laughs> all right i'll let hunter your check know toby thanks for the call you know i uh uh Heck, if I'd have been down there in that lower bowl last night, I may have been in the middle of it uh, celebrating with them after what we've went through the last couple of uh, months. It's been tough. And I said this yesterday, um, doing talk radio, it's a great job. Doing sports on TV, great job. But when the team you're covering, for the most part, is losing week after week after week, after week, and then you're listening to the callers, and it, it gets a little depressing. You get a little frustrated. And so last night was a night to celebrate. And so I get it. I, and I had a huge smile on my face watching it all. And I, I was, and there was part of me I was jealous because I wanted to go to the game, but my schedule didn't allow it. And I was like, man, I wish I was there.
6: I I have forgot. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I have forgotten the rule about court storming. Like, it was two hundred fifty thousand last time. Does it increase or is it still just two hundred fifty thousand?
4: Well, there's a new rule now. Remember the SEC passed a new rule to where. I believe, don't you pay the school that you played? Really? Or some, now, I'll have to look it up. Uh, the SEC created a new rule about the court storming, field storming, and the, maybe I'm getting confused because there were also some proposals where you, you would lose a home game.
7: Mm-hmm. And I,
4: they didn't do anything drastic like that to where the next time you were supposed to play that team, you would go to their field instead. Um, I don't think it... I know that one didn't pass, but there were a lot of different options and scenarios they're looking at. Because, look, the SEC office, I don't know how serious they are about it, but they have to appear that they're serious for liability issues. Because if something ever happens, at least they can say, or their lawyers can say, look, we're doing everything we can. We're imposing these huge fines. We're doing everything we can to discourage universities so that they'll discourage their students' fan base from storming the field or the court. So that's part... Part of it's a look. It's a perception, right? Here's what we're doing. We're making it costly Mm -hmm. if this happens for your university. Uh, Back to uh, Petrino and Toby. Look, and I've said this before, I, I, I was disgusted with Petrino with the whole incident, you know, his values, his morals when this happened Um, but he asked for forgiveness and I've forgiven him look you you can forgive you don't have to forget but the way I look at it and Joe Klein said it yesterday his wife and family has forgiven him she's still with him they're moving to Fayetteville the place where it happened I feel like if they can forgive him and move on I know I can and people change that happened in 2012 that was 11 years ago I mean, I look at, look at Wes Moore from 2012. Did I just go third person? Sorry. I look at myself 12 years, <laughs> 11 years ago, 2012. I've changed a lot. And I hope I'm a better man than I was in 2012. i got to think Petrino's changed. Because I have heard some things from those in the coaching community that say he has changed. And he has become a more humble person and less uh, temperamental person. So i got to go with that. And give him the uh, the benefit of the doubt. So I don't think it's like they're selling out for wins. But goodness, there may be some people thinking, so what? Let's sell out for wins. I'm tired of losing. Last year was miserable. It's time to it's time to win. Let's go do some stuff. Let's don't go do anything illegal or go hire some criminals. But I get what you're saying. Um, 661-1037. Christian, I saw you tweeting last night. That was an impressive game for Arkansas. And there were some impressive performances. Who did you like? Uh, I like
6: Chandler Lawson and Trevon I Liked both. Uh, that's the Trevon Brazil we need to get, game in game out. Look, I don't have to necessarily have him go for nineteen. Yeah, he doesn't have to get nineteen and eleven, but he needs to be a factor like he was last
4: night. I want him getting eleven. Uh, he's too tall, too athletic to not be—you know—to be getting five rebounds. When you're six, uh, whatever, 10, six, 11 you yeah. can jump and long arms five rebounds should fall in his lap. I need him getting double-digit rebounds, as long as he's, you know, playing and not in foul trouble. Uh, Must talked to about me, that last night. D- well, let's hear what Must had to say. He's a lot smarter than I am.
3: I told him the other day, like, I I think he's capable of having, like, 20 every night. You know, I mean, he had 11 tonight. night, that's really good, but I think he should have more because of his leaping ability, his hands, his timing. So, yeah, I mean, his stat line's awesome, but I think He's got potential in in his body to to get more. Dynamite
4: dropping right there, Christian. Uh, yeah, I I, I agree. It's exactly what I was saying. Uh, you, I'm not expecting him to hit four threes a night. I mean, that was a career high. He obviously was feeling it, and had the shot going last night. As look, the entire team did in the second half. Let's you know, great win, played better, but. Shooting the ball really well will mask some issues. Last night they shot 60% in the second half. They made 41% of their threes in the second half, and for the game, by the way, yeah nine overall 22. Yeah, 41%, 49% from the field for the game, but in the second half they were making their shots. And as one of the highlights we played earlier, they had made five straight baskets in a row. That's when they built that lead. And then Duke made a couple of baskets, but Arkansas just kept, you know, matching them. I mean, when Mikael Mitchell or Makai Mitchell, when Makai's hitting fifteen footers wide open at the free throw line and then smiling and laughing down the court, you, you know it's going good for you. It's one of those where I was like, I guess take it. You're wide open and it's fifteen feet. You, you better, you should be able to make that. You're, you're a college basketball player, right? But just his reaction was like. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it's going right now for this team. Uh, Jeremiah Davenport, you guys know I've, I've been talking about this guy all season. I like him a lot. I think he's a really good shooter. He hasn't shown it until last night. And he had back-to-back threes in the first half that I thought were huge for this team. They were going through one of their, their little slow droughts, and the, the points weren't coming easy. And he had a couple of threes, and that gave them a huge boost. If they can get him going, get his confidence back, that's a, another added piece, and think about this. And we haven't mentioned it yet. Tremont Marks didn't play last night. Tremont Mark is a you know their leading scorer and a very good guard. Devo Davis hits his head on the court, bloods all over the place. He has to go to the uh, go back into the uh, locker room, and we'll ask him. I don't know if he got stitches or they just put some of that glue in there to stop it the bleeding and keep everything together. He didn't play much after that. Came in late in the game. <laughs> Excuse me. That just shows you how deep this team is. No Tremont Mark, no Devo Davis for a while, and they, they have plenty of guards to keep on going. That's a luxury. We've talked about having the depth, how it's going to help in practice with guys fighting for playing time, but last night that extra depth helped out in the game. Let's go to Steven. He's hanging on. Steven, welcome into the zone.
7: Hey, morning, West. Hey, couple things first. I I totally agree with you on your thoughts about the court storming. You know, who it, it really cares how it looks? Uh, that's just a lot of energy there built up, and uh, people needed to let it loose. So that's a big deal. Team like Duke comes to town, and uh, why not why not celebrate that? Um, hey, going back to Coach Petrino um, and and a couple of comments that were made yesterday. Uh, I think mostly while Coach Kelly were, was on the air. But, um, you know, in, you know better than, than most of us because the job there is to, is to get people to talk. But uh, I, I, it's unfortunate these days we we can't just take some things at face value and just, uh, in this case, give Coach Pittman the, the props he's due. You know, I know it was out there about, hey, this was must have been forced on him uh, or, or – um, you know, he had no other choice or, you know, wonder if uh, Hunter um, came to him with this. You know, I don't know if you guys read some of the comments from his radio show last night or, or the night before, perhaps, and he was talking about the details and how he talked to several candidates. He thought then when it came to Coach Petrino, he talked to people about him. Then he finally made that call. And, you know, I, I think Coach Pittman needs more credit here. And that, you know, I'd love for us to just talk about how this was seems to be a little more black and white than maybe some want to think that this was his idea. Um, he went through with it. He made sure everyone was OK with it. He kind of did some research that, hey, this guy OK to work with these days. And uh, you know, I know Coach Kelly out some, you know, Coach Kelly loves to talk. I was happy to hear a couple of you guys. Uh, hold the speech to the file and a couple of comments, especially about something he said about well, Musselman um, off to the side yesterday. But I'd love to just um, give Coach Pittman his due and uh, give him credit for this hire. Thanks.
4: Thank you for the call, Stephen. Yeah, um, remember everybody has their own opinion. Sometimes opinions disagree, and sometimes their opinions are, are wrong. I listened to the Hog Plus interview um, with Coach Pittman and Petrino, and it was clear to me, I mean, it was Pittman that was behind the, Now, did somebody come to Pittman and say, you need to hire this guy? Maybe. Did they come to him and say, you have to hire this guy? I, I don't know, and I don't think so. But Coach Pittman made it clear, and Coach Petrino, there were a lot of conversations between the two of them, and uh, they obviously hit it off and feel like this is going to work. So after listening to those two interviews last night, I do feel like Pittman was a lot more involved than Then some people were saying that this wasn't a a cut and dry, hey, here's your guy, you're hiring him, and we're going to get this done. I uh, I do think Coach Pittman had a uh, lot to say about it and uh, did the uh, due due process to look into it and see if this was going to be a good fit. Good call, Stephen. Thank you for for, uh, chiming in. We're going to take a break. Devo Davis is up next. We'll talk about the big victory, the court storming, and more. You're in the zone.
6: A huge win for Arkansas basketball last night. The Razorbacks were celebrating their 30-year anniversary of their national championship win over the Blue Devils. They did so by defeating them once again, 80 to 75, the final score. Arkansas is now five and three overall, four and one at home. Duke is five and two overall, zero and one away from home. Arkansas's leading scorer was Caleb Battle, who played 31 minutes off the bench. He scored 21 points, dished out five assists, and also grabbed five rebounds. He was five of 13 from the floor. 3 of 8 from 3, and 8 of 11 from the line. The Hogs shot 49% as a team, 41% from 3, and 63% from the line. Kyle Filipowski led all scorers. He had 26 points and 10 rebounds for the Blue Devils. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio
7: Network.
3: Howie at Robert Owen Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi diamond bangle bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, now with two locations open in Little Rock or online at rijewelers.com. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Richard Yeager in Little Rock or Todd Martin or Seth Boyd in Jacksonville
6: was the month of Christmas and the fat man had a bone to pick a peculiar problem for old Saint Nick all his elves had lost their ways because instead of toys everyone wanted new Hyundai. Santa nearly went insane over the getaway sales of it at Chris Crane but when he saw the SUVs of Hyundai Santa declared I too shall upgrade my sleigh so if you hear a rumble in the night with a sleek new Hyundai in sight just know it's Santa on his way in a new Palisade from Chris Crane Hyundai
1: struggling
4: with a game Problem? The cost may vary by individuals throughout the year and it affects the family
1: during the holidays. Concerned about your own or someone else's gambling addiction and would like free
4: help? Call 1 800 GAMBLER, Arkansas Problem Gambling.
1: It's Justin Acre here to tell you about our friends at Cash Restaurant downtown Little Rock, and we're getting into cooler temperatures, which means the holidays will be here before you know it. So if you're thinking about booking a holiday party, there is no better place than Cash Restaurant downtown, where you'll find great food, great prices, great space, and and also how about free valet parking if you're going to book a holiday party though get on it now 501-850-0265 501-850-0265 or online at CashlittleRock.com. if you've got a wedding function coming up a corporate event or again a holiday party no better place than cash restaurant I love the variety available on the menu too soups and salads seafood steaks and you can get pizzas over the lunch hour just a great spot to go down for lunch or dinner and again for a party and they have a couple of different options on rooms Got the Bayou Room, which holds around 30 people, and upstairs a beautiful space for up to 150. Cash Restaurant, your go to for lunch, dinner, and holiday party season. Get your event booked at CashLitterRock.com or 501 850 0265.
0: The zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio is back. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, let's see what Justin Akre and Wes Moore have to say on the Buzz Radio Network
6: human
0: son. Hey! The zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite Devo Davis yep.
2: Davis Oh. Davis going right yeah. to the rack. Pretty finish
0: with his left hand. Debo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guantney Chevrolet. Gwantney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience, and Debo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. Yes! Timeout, 2.9, Arkansas by two. What a shot! Visit Chevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis.
4: I got a picture in my mind. I can see Devo. It's like we're on FaceTime and he still has a smile on his face. Am I right, Devo?
5: You ain't lying. You not lie.
4: What time did you go to bed?
5: Um, I really don't know. We um actually went to um one of my teammates' house, uh, K house, and uh, we just all chilling there, uh, talking, having fun, um, reflecting on the game actually. So I really don't know, but uh, it's a good thing we all stay close to each other. So,
4: do y'all rewatch the game last night?
5: <laughs> no, we were today though for sure. You uh, know. We usually we, we usually give it a couple of days, uh, let it let it marinate, especially with someone a win like that, you know what I mean. Uh, but trust me, we we do it often, uh, especially against. I mean, when we play against good teams like Duke.
4: All right, take me inside. Take me inside that house last night. What are y'all talking about?
5: Um, Caleb, Caleb battle, Duncan ball at the end to lane blocker to me busting my eye so i mean uh we was all around we was everywhere but um it was a fun it, it was fun and then uh you know some of these guys have been experienced um uh, the crowd watching the floor and things like that and so uh i'm glad they got the experience and uh, that was very fun as well and i think those guys really enjoyed it i'm glad they did
4: yeah, I thought that was so cool because we've heard from some of these guys, and they they talked about transferring to Arkansas, and they wanted to come to Arkansas to, you know, to win, uh, to play in big mm-hmm. games, and they got to experience that last night, and they got to experience the uh, court storming.
5: You know, it's cool for the fans, but
4: is that cool for? How, is that good for? Uh, did y'all like it?
5: Oh yeah, for sure, yeah for sure. Now, and and like I said, like a lot of these guys haven't been in big games like this and and, and to come out victorious and then be able to see the, the fans and, and the love from the fans and, and guys not being able to hear throughout the game because the fans are so loud uh, I'm just excited for those have so they can be able to um, cherish these type of moments and um, hopefully we have more
4: You've been a part of some big crowds big games uh, Last night was the largest crowd ever at Bud Walton Arena and some of the people that were there said it's the loudest they've ever heard. What did you think? Was this as loud as it's ever been?
5: Um, I don't know. Only because I did come when Coach Cal got kicked out. Um, I think it was prior. Um, it was I think it was Coach West's first year, and so that game was pretty loud. And I'm not gonna lie, to the, um, I don't think going to much that because. That that day when Coach Calz got kicked out, we um, was to
6: You've been a part of
5: two court stormings,
6: I believe. This one in Auburn.
5: Oh yeah. yeah. Um, which one did you like better? Oh, uh, probably the Auburn one. I mean, you knock off the number one team in the country. You know what I mean? And and then for it to be an SEC team, knowing you have to face them again or see them again. Um. I think I think it, um, the Auburn game it'll beat this one, but I can't I can't I can't say that I won't forget this moment uh, last night. I mean, um, Duke is a historic, historical school, you know, um, blue blood, and so I mean, how can you forget it? You know, in your own in your own building,
4: Devo. This may be a little bit of an odd question, but I'm gonna throw it out there. The mood of the state had changed drastically over the last 24, 48 hours when it was announced Bobby Petrino was returning as the offensive coordinator. It was like the fan base just got this excitement, this hope back for football. Mm-hmm. Did that bleed over at all for you guys? Could you feel that excitement? Did you even know about that kind of an excitement?
5: Oh uh, Yeah, I mean, um, um, uh, with hearing the information about Bobby Petrino, uh, I mean, a lot of these guys didn't—they didn't know—they didn't, know, didn't know anything about him. Um, I actually spit a little history to uh, Cade Arbogast when I walk on our about who Bobby was and his past. But um, I think I think he's um, he, he's like a lot of excitement. A lot of a lot of people are happy, and um, I think it carried over. You know, I, uh, the, the fans was amazing last night. They carried a lot of the energy, and I'm sure do heard it. And I'm sure they felt it too. So. Um, the, the energy, I can't say uh, it was top-notch.
4: All right, you mentioned uh, hitting your eye on the court. What what happened when you had to go back to the locker room? Did you get stitches?
5: No, nah, I was supposed to, but I, I was telling them, like, um, you got to just glue it up, you know what I mean, uh, and put some Vaseline on it. And that's what they did. They glued it for me. I uh, had a few doctors out there that blew it for me. Uh, and hopefully... I won't have to get stitches. Um, I actually just got got it glued again this morning when I got to the gym, so hopefully I won't have to get stitches. Uh, hopefully get the glue hold up, but we'll see you in the next 24 hours.
4: Did it bother you at all last night after they glued you up?
5: Uh, not really. I mean, my eye was kind of like swollen, but um, other than that, I'm fine. I mean, I didn't got hit plenty of times in the head and eye, and had to get um, <laughs> some type of um uh,
6: help from the trainer but uh, now I'm fine He's uh Wade Blocker has been a surprise to many Arkansas fans he kind of has that energy like when you were a freshman he comes in and he does all the all the dirty things all the little things uh mm-hmm. did you kind of have you kind of took him under your wing or is that just him
5: oh uh, yeah for sure and I mean uh you can't give someone uh, the ability he has, which is to go out there and have toughness, you know. But um, I can say that uh, when he came in, and, and before he came in, I already knew he was tough. He was from around uh, my neck of woods, um, from the Little Rock. He's from the Little Rock area. But, no, yeah, I've, um, I've known, I've been known lately. Um, and his brother, uh, his photographer, his dad, all of them. So, no, know, I already knew he was a tough kid. Um, coming in, um, just him learning and and getting the game and, and slowing the game down is something that he, he's been working on uh, because, I mean, he's got the toughness, you know what I mean? Got, it's now it's time to just polish his game, and, and as a freshman, it's going to be hard, but um, yeah, for sure. Um, I've talked to him every single day um, during practice, after practice. Um, he comes to my house um, when we're not in the gym. So, I mean, um, whatever it takes for him to be great. <laughs> I'll tell him and let him know uh, he's in the tools to be able to do what he needs to do so he can play like he did last night.
4: Last night, late in the play game, I man. believe it was a three-point game, and uh, you go to the free-throw line. You missed, you missed the first. Take me through the second. What's going on through your mind? What are you thinking?
5: <laughs> make it a two-position game and, and, and make sure they don't get a shot off like, like Stanford did uh when we was in the Bahamas and and I, and I knew the second, if I missed the first one, uh, when I missed the first one, I knew the second was going go to I just wanted to make sure we was all matched up because you know, last, last time we had a situation like that, uh, it kind of ended crazy and then we had to go to overtime and things like that, so.
4: Late in the game when that lead was dwindling and they started pressing and trapping and the turnovers were coming and that lead just started to evaporate. I was freaking out. But you know what? <laughs> I, I didn't see Coach Musselman really freaking out over there. He, he stayed pretty calm. What was he telling you all during during those uh, <laughs> moments when it was starting to get stressful?
5: Yeah, I think Coach Smart, uh, Keith Smart, uh, had, had, gave him a chill pill uh, and, and gave him some words. I'm not even sure what he told him, but yeah um, we, we was fine we knew I mean we knew they usually would do that especially down um, late in the game and so um, we did take care of the ball more uh, better and I think once he put me in I think they kind of helped with having more guards out there with the ability to you know, see over the defenders and things like that and over their traps and so I think he wasn't, he wasn't worried, and um, we wasn't worried either. We were trying to finish the game out.
4: Devo, after losing those last two games in, in the Bahamas, how important was this game last night?
5: Uh, it was really important. And then, you know, dropping at the AP polls and then, like, uh, Ken Palm and all those things, uh, that that's used for us when it comes to March. And so, I mean, we, we wanted to make sure... Uh, Coming into our home building, uh, playing against a really good team, top 25 team, we wanted to make sure we executed the the game plan. I feel like we all did that, and and we came out with the win, you know.
4: Well, congratulations. It was a fun night, and it's a night that many people won't forget for a long time. I uh, I appreciate you taking your time this morning to join us, and we'll talk to you next week.
5: Oh, yeah, for sure. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Y'all have a great uh, great rest of y'all day.
4: Evo Davis joining us. Thanks to our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. All right, when we come back, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about the Arkansas Farm Bureau and state convention and what's going on here today. What exactly is this? A lot of farmers and ranchers here. It is a big day for them. So stick around. You're in the zone. Whatever you want
8: to do is all.
4: Hey, Razorback fans, it's Quinn Grovey. Check out the new location of Bell & Sword in Conway. Suits, shirts, vests, also polos with Arkansas logo gear from Johnny O. and Peter Millar. A store within a store with Arkansas-made Martin Demon shoes and leather goods. Fantastic service with a tailor-owned staff to fit you perfectly. Go to the new location, Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street, Conway, or on Facebook and Instagram. This is David Dunn with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Did you know that in addition to being your home for heavy-duty diesel repair, we are also medium-duty specialists? Ford, Chevy, Dodge, service trucks to delivery vehicles,
2: suspensions
4: and after-treatment systems to engine repair. Don't pay high dealership prices with long wait times. Let Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer keep your heavy and medium-duty vehicles on the road doing their job. Take Exit 7 on I-440,
1: 501-568-2185. 103.7 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback football coverage each week, and it's brought to you by Expressway Airport Parking, Parker Cadillac, Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, Network Services Group, Edwards Food Giant, and R Care. 103.7 The Buzz, the Hogs play here. <laughs>
7: You know I wish
3: that I had cookies Q. I wish that I had cookies Q. No better value
1: for your buck. Cookies barbecue.
4: Hey, this is Trey Johnson here at H.J. Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. We want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. At H.J. Trailer Sales, we specialize in making your wishes come true. We have all your truck and trailer accessories. We don't overstock inventory because we know everybody has specific colors and uses for their trailers. Come see us at H.J. Trailer Sales, where we make our customers the priority. Family owned and operated, check us out today at HJTrailerSales.com or on Facebook.
1: Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430.
0: Mark McClarty Ford's month long Black Friday sales event is happening now with brand new F 150s at $13,000 off MSRP and 2.9% financing for 72 months only at Mark McClarty Ford in North Little Rock.
3: Ortho, Arkansas presents the High School Scoreboard Show with Randy Rainwater, Kevin Bohannon, and Barry Grooms every Friday night at 10, only on 1037 The Buzz. Brought to you in part by First Security Bank.
0: Welcome back to The Zone in the Oak Lawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on The Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckery and Wes Moore. Yeah.
4: back to The Zone. We are live today at the Arkansas Farm Bureau State Convention, and I've got some of the bigwigs with me now. Rich Hillman, the president of the Arkansas Farm Bureau, Mike Fries, the vice president. He joins us now. And uh,
9: First, how about that game last night? How cool was that? I, you know, farmers go in early, and I had to get up early for breakfast this morning, and and I thought, well, there's only five minutes left. I'll, I'll be in bed, you know, a little after ten. I couldn't leave it. No, it was crazy. Were you freaking out at the end? I thought they were. When they got down to three points, I said, "They're gonna, they're gonna win this." Uh, yeah, I was freaking out.
4: Rich, what did you think of the game last night? And he'll right at the very end. <laughs> I was
8: I was concerned. I was like Mike, and I I was unable to see uh, the the early part of it. I guess the last five minutes, and they said that was the probably the best and the worst part of the game. But what a win! Special
4: win, and man, Hall fans needed it, no doubt. <laughs> it's been a good week for Razorback fans. It has. It, yeah. it really has. And, and what it, it makes total sense. Farmers, ranchers, hunters, the big sports fans. Oh, yeah. So it makes sense that we're here and we're all hanging out and get to. Get to talk a little sports and uh, all the other good things
8: it in uh,
4: our world
8: which is very stressful at times very re- rewarding at times but uh, uh sports is a welcome distraction for a lot of us mike yeah.
9: i've let many a deer get by because i was listening to a razorback <laughs> <laughs> did you
4: scare any off
9: because you're <laughs> no, i usually have your know, headphones or something but i'll be sitting there and i'll Get into it and I look up and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I, sh- I should have been paying attention.
4: <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about it. this is our first trip here. This yep. is the 89th annual Arkansas Farm Bureau State Convention. What all is going on here at the State House Convention Center? Man, Wes, I can't tell you how proud we are.
8: Uh, just in in my career and and. Uh, 22 years on the board, and Mike's been on the board well over 10 years. Uh, we we have our staff has has put together this trade show. You see the the implements. You see all the the folks selling stuff here. Uh, we we'll, we had a a foundation night out last night, a dinner here uh, had catfish, we had over a thousand people here in this day and age when, when the number of people in agriculture are decreasing uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau is increasing and, it, mm-hmm. and it's just a wonderful wonderful place for farmers and ranchers and, and others uh, there's so many people on the peripheral of, of agriculture now, extension agents uh, implement dealerships all of those people are involved, and, man, this is, we call it a Farm Bureau family, and this is kind of our
4: once-a-year reunion. Rich Hillman and Mike Freeze with us. Mike, what does that family mean
9: to everyone out there? Well, it it means everything. I mean, it, it is like a big family, but one of the things that, that I want to talk about for a minute that we bring up here, this is where we have our annual meeting, and all of our county counties from all over the state have sent in resolutions, and these resolutions could be, I think we ought to have... Uh, uh, this this particular uh, law or that particular law and when you when you do that they come in here and then we at our business meeting we look at all of those we discuss them uh, get different aspects from different parts of the state and we vote and we put them in our what's called our policy and we have a policy book and that's what we use as our guide for the next year to talk to the legislature talk to the governor our elected officials in Congress and in, in DC to try to make sure that that any um, laws or regulations that are getting getting passed, that they're, you know, don't have unintended consequences, and that they're beneficial for agriculture.
4: Anything this year that's come out of it that you think is worthwhile?
9: Well, we're meeting t- tomorrow's and we'll see, but I think uh, Farm Bureau, we're gonna probably have a pack. Uh, we've never had one in the past. Farm Bureau was nonpartisan, and we're going to stay nonpartisan, even with even with this pack. But we want to be able to support those elected officials that support the rural way of life and farm issues, and that are are there and uh, to to vote on issues that are important to us. Rich, you're a uh, rice farmer. Mike, you, you got the fish. I you're got the fish. How
4: how are things going in Arkansas?
9: From the from the fish standpoint it couldn't be any better and I I hate to say this but when COVID came, actually sales exploded because uh, a lot of people, you know, they were restricted where they could go, and so they started buying fish to stock their, their fish ponds, their recreational ponds and stuff, and, and so it's it's been been really good, and Arkansas is a big aquaculture state. We've got, you know, I don't know, 30 40,000 acres of fish ponds here, and if you go buy a, a minnow and florida to go fishing it probably came from arkansas a goldfish in new york it came from arkansas so you know most people when they fly into little rock and they look out the window (laughs) they they see all those ponds but they just don't realize how much fish is produced in arkansas
4: rich how are you doing
8: you know in in our world west uh especially rice Rice is one of the most politicized commodities in the world, and the reason is uh, well over a third of the population eats it three times a day. And so the rice that's produced in Arkansas, and Arkansas is the number one state in the union, over 50% of the rice uh, is is grown here in Arkansas. but But when we trade rice on the world stage, we butt up against not other farmers, not other companies, but other governments. So it's very politicized and and it's very uh, protected in some, some countries. So with that said, uh, we had a good year, great year as far as yield-wise throughout the state. We had some really good yields. Uh, now,
4: selling it comes the tough part. It, it's amazing you say that, and I, I started thinking how many times, how often I eat rice. And good news for you, I eat it I eat I a, I a hope lot, it's four or five times <laughs> a day. What, what's going to happen here the rest of the day?
8: The rest of today, uh, we have a wonderful speaker coming in, Jason Brown, uh, who was the highest-paid center in in, uh, professional football at one time, and uh, he chose to step away from the game and become a farmer, a very Christian man, and he is speaking to our our membership. Uh, Our caucuses start meeting this evening, and that's every county in the state. Uh, gets with their district and we'll have those meetings and then we'll, we'll carry all of that into our business session uh, tomorrow morning starting around 7 a.m. And, and that's where we do the business of Farm
4: Bureau. We're talking with Rich Hillman and Mike Freeze. Rich, you're, you're the president and I, I'm told you're not going to, you're, you're done. You're, you're about to be finished. I'm,
8: uh, I've been so blessed. Uh, my whole career at Farm Bureau, which has been over 20 years, mm. and uh, uh, been this is my fourth year finishing up uh, as president and was vice president for a number of years. And uh, I, I like to tell people uh, that that uh, I have a co-president, not a vice president, and that's Mike Freeze. And Mike and I—that's the part I'm going to miss—is uh, certainly not the battles and the wars that we have to fight. On a daily basis but the fellowships and the friendships uh it's incredible it's incredible uh, how you build those throughout your career and i've got friends all over the state that are in every part of agriculture in the world and that's the part i'm
4: gonna miss so
9: what's that mean for mike i'm hoping to stay right where i am as vice president i've watched rich over the years and i can tell you this is a volunteer job but the amount of days per week that he has to commit and take away from his family and his farm is uh, triple what I have to, to uh, uh, give as, as vice president. And I can, you know, I've got a large full-time farm that I have to uh, help operate, and uh, I am uh, planning to stay right where I'm at if the membership will let me.
4: (laughs) Guys, it's been a pleasure. I I appreciate you having us out here today. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. It's already been a lot of fun. Thank you so much.
8: Wes, it's such a big time deal for you all to be here and agriculture being the largest industry in Arkansas it's a big deal for you all to be here and share it with us. I love it when we hear that the
4: farmers and ranchers are out there listening to us every day. Absolutely.
9: Wes, can I give a big shout out to my employees at Keel Fish Farm? because I know they're all listening to you right now. Guys, y'all need to get back to work and go catch some fish. (laughs) But leave the
4: radio on. Yeah,
9: you can leave the radio on.
4: (laughs) Rich, Mike, thank you. I appreciate you, you coming on today. Coming up in hour number two, we've got Quinn Groby joining us uh, at the top of the hour. We'll get his thoughts on the, the end of the Razorback football season and, more importantly, the hiring of Bobby Petrino. Plus, Barrett Salee at the bottom of the hour. We'll get the national perspective on, on what the uh, national media thinks of this hire. Over on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, 501 says, "Let Wes know." Uh, The Wallace Brothers' dad, Mike. Oh, yeah, Mike should be here. He's a uh, Faulkner County Farm Bureau manager. I uh, bet he is here. Probably so. Uh, This one from the 501 says he is 100% agreeing with Stephen's call. Earlier, Stephen called in about the uh, court storming, and he was all in favor of that and thought that was a, a great opportunity for the fans and especially the students to celebrate. J.K. in Fairfield Bay writes him. Wonder if Eddie from Clarksville... How he feels today. He feels great, JK. Uh, what was with the ref stopping a play to have sweat in the backcourt wiped up mid play after Arkansas beat the press? They should have waited. And then someone slipped in the same spot. Well, that's why they stopped play. They didn't want someone to slip again. And, you know, it's an injury situation. Once they got to cross half court, then it's safe to stop play and wipe it all up. I will say, we'll I don't think I've oh, seen that go ahead. happen. Yeah, it was a, it was a situation where they weren't about to score. They no. got across half court, was setting up the offense. So I they just I had to get it in it again, right there. Yeah. Yes, we'll take our uh, top of the hour break when we come back. Red White Report brought to you by Big O Tires and Quinn Grovey. Stick around. You're in the zone.
8: Hey y'all, this is Brandy and Leah from Frontier Diner. Home, home of real, real country cooking. cooking. We have the best breakfast around. Check out our Facebook page for our daily lunch specials, such as meatloaf, beef tips, and chicken dressing. Don't forget our Chase burgers and sweet tea.
1: Sandwiches and salads. Homemade desserts made fresh every day. Open for breakfast and lunch Monday through Saturday. Come see us at Frontier.